this is the first time for this guy to join us here in the Freak Nation, Joe Shimoda, uh, your 250 winner from last weekend, July 4th weekend, joining us here in the Freak Nation. First question for you. Uh, I know Hunter talked about you getting a tattoo, a USA tattoo on your belly. Did you end up getting that USA tattoo on your belly? Um, not, a, not a tattoo. I don't know if, if I want to do that tattoo on my, on my belly like that, but uh, it's fun doing it. <laughs> it's it's i want to say it's a long time coming with this win but you're you're still somewhat still wet behind the ears with supercross and motocross but really uh putting the hunter the the lawrence brothers uh at rest for at least one weekend was a big damn deal uh, yet at the same time do you always feel that th- those are the riders that you have to chase race in and race out and not concern yourself with other riders um i mean I think everybody's competitive. The guys line up next to me, and but yeah, those two guys are definitely at the top level. They're always there every weekend to fight for the win. So yeah, my goal is to try to be uh, closest possible to them. Uh, back in the past, great. If not, keep chasing and and um, go beat them. So um, yeah, just chasing right now. Yeah, with Hunter and Jet, it's tough to get away from their personalities, but their riding can certainly back up their personalities. I would imagine a guy like yourself, it's refreshing to have personalities like Jet and Hunter in Supercross and Motocross. Well, it's not really like fake personality, you know, like uh, we all just naturally having fun. And if people like it, great. Like, and I think that's, that's a the fun part of this sport uh, i mean we we race hard at each other but at the same time like you don't need to be mean or disrespectful uh off the track so i remember at paula i think i think it was the first round you said you were excited about getting a p3 in that round but you said still in your post so much to work on what have you been working on through the season and how good did it feel to have it finally capitalized upon with an overall win last weekend? Definitely the start. I, I am a bad starter. I, I can say that. Um, it's not like I can't do it. It's just super inconsistent. And that would help me a lot. And then, yeah, I mean, to grab more speed, those little tents are really important as well. Just, uh, Putting all the pieces together is what I'm working on right now. Um, and yeah, I hope I can do it soon. But that is what helped you then with Redbud, right? Because your starts were a little bit better. So whatever you're doing, it's working. Yeah, I mean, like I said, yeah. Um, there's still so much thing to learn. And all I can do is just try my best. Uh, if it works, great. If not, just keep working. Do you have other guys, whether it's veteran riders who are no longer riding, but but out there watching you, or current riders, do you have them giving you some input on some other things that maybe you could improve? Like, I see my like favorite rider to watch? Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I like uh, I like Jesse Barcia. Just, uh, just because his writing style is really aggressive and kind of really opposite of my style. Huh. So I, I don't know. I just like his style. There was 
Joe Shimoda uh, finished one uh, last weekend in Lucas Oil Motocross. There were some praises last year uh, by Ricky Carmichael about you. Uh, and one of the things that he said was your determination. And you kind of said that just now. Uh, do, you, do you appreciate what somebody, the, the class of Ricky Carmichael, Hall of Fame writer, some consider him the greatest of all time, uh, do you hear that? Does that resonate with you? And what do you take that on the track with you? Uh, for sure. Like Ricky Carmichael is obviously like legends. Um, it's uh, it's almost, well, it's like who you want to be. And yeah, to have the guys comment uh, good things about me, is really like, it's almost kind of like a reward. Like, um, like a... Uh, I don't know. It's so hard to say for me. To, like, it's hard for me to explain it. But mm -hmm. um, you kind of get excited when they talk about you. You mentioned working on your starts. That just resonated with me when you said that. How do you practice getting a start to a like a foot and a half window against thirty-five other guys all going for that same foot and a half? How do you practice a start for Supercross? Um, yeah, like like you say, like there's 35 rider on the gate that wants to take take over, you know. And yeah, my problem is I get too nervous on the gate. I'm my legs are like shaking and stuff. So I mean that comes from like being in good in time qualifier will give you confidence and lining up to the gate knowing you're gonna do good instead of knowing okay uh considering your unsure things so i mean the race day you have to build the day from the qualifier i believe mm. and yeah if not then just i feel like you need to have more clear vision of what you what you are you're going to do on the race so instead of focusing on the other, you're focusing on yourself. So that, that, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but that sounds like what, what you've been saying all along, instead of physically preparing to do something on the track, whether it's a start or more speed, it sounds like what you're saying is that I've got to get inside my head and prepare myself to do well, and if I do that, I'm going to be successful. Do I have that right? Yeah, you're right. I'm, um, everybody's different. Some guys maybe need a technique. Some might, some guys maybe need a a speed. But my uh, personal goal right now is to focus on myself. Um, I mean, for some guys, it comes comes natural, but but not me, you know. I have to work on it, and and then I mean, it's getting better and better each race and each year. But yeah, I mean, these couple of rounds I've been doing better and better. So I hope um, I can keep doing. All right, Joe Shimoda, Redbud winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation. I want you to put this on repeat in your head. 
I am Joe Shimoda. I'm a badass. I'm a Red Bud winner. And I'm going to kick the crap out of every other motocross racer from start to finish for the rest of this Lucas Oil motocross season. Okay? Yeah. Then. <laughs> okay. You got this. I mean, you do have so much talent. So, yeah, now it just needs to be harnessed. And we're not saying be disrespectful, but we are saying kind of think more like Barsha or be a little bit more of a badass because you got it. You got the talent in your body. Now you just need to convince your mind of that because you're going places, man. You are. Thank you. Yeah. Just need to be a little meaner. (laughs) (laughs) Be mean. Be mean. Be a little meaner. Get the elbows out a little bit. Make make room for me. I'm coming through. Yeah, there you go. All right, so Joe Shimoda joining us here in the Freak Nation, and it's not lost on on us, Joe, that over the 65-plus year history of professional motocross, there's been one Japanese rider that's actually had a world-class title, and it's always been a surprise to me with the manufacturers coming from Japan and, and being so uh, – uh, such a part of Supercross and Motocross. How come there hasn't been more successful championship riders from Japan? You're a young man who's got a lot of talent. Where have the Joe Shimodas been in the past? Any idea? I'm sorry, I didn't really get the question. No, where? Why haven't there been more Japanese successful Japanese riders over the years? Uh. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can't control them. So what? Um, I don't know. Nope. Uh, but I have a goal. Like, I want to be. Uh, well, yeah, I, I've been telling this, this to people. Like, because I'm I'm Japanese, uh, motocross industry might be not big there. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I'm not competitive. So if I can be one of the guys who's. Who can show that, you know, like you can really do it if you work hard for it. And then show that to, uh, I want to show that to people in Japan. And I hope one day um, there's more, a lot more people from Japan um, could come race here. It'll be more fun, I think. Yes. Oh, this is going to be fun to watch. This is going to be fun to watch through the years. All right. Well, let's leave it with this. We like to ask this question. We we give three names out there when it comes to – we like to – well, I know Ricky Carmichael, Jeremy McGrath, or James Stewart. Of those three writers, whose style did you do you enjoy more watching when you go back and look at old video of those three writers? Um, I'm more uh, – I watch – he was so many times because uh, when I watched the videos, he was still racing. And yeah, probably him. Uh, just love his riding style. Love his style. I mean, just in general. And it's really entertaining to watch. And it's obviously fast. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, man, you're you're on to something here. Uh, you're you're doing some things, and it's awesome that you're making the 250 class competitive. I know you're sitting in the three spot at this point, buddy. Good luck to you for the rest of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross season, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you, Statman, you were talking about this earlier, how we finally had a Supercross Motocross rider on that's not coming from a freaking injury. <laughs> for a change, yeah. right? Not limping or, or in a sling or something. Mm-hmm. You know, when... 
I, I thought about it when you mentioned about uh, Japanese riders, a lot of them in road racing, in Grand Prix racing, in uh, uh, MotoGP and so mm -hmm. forth. He was born in Suzuka, the, one of the great racetracks in the world. And uh, I, I wondered if they concentrate more on uh, uh, pavement racing, MotoGP, uh, uh, I can't, sup not Supercross, but uh, Superbikes and so forth, and, and instead of going out on the dirt. And I, you know, I wonder what. Good question. Yeah, what caused him to uh, consider dirt racing versus, obviously he has the skill to ride a motorcycle mm -hmm. and he could do whatever he wanted to do. And growing up in the shadow of Suzuka is, uh, you know, it, it, that would have been the thing that would have attracted him to racing, but he didn't, he got into the dirt and uh, dirt's probably better off because of it. Yeah. There's yeah. been three steady manufacturers and out of four manufacturers, it's, uh, Suzuki, Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, mm -hmm. you know where they're from. And it, it it's like sports car racing back in the day or, or just racing. I mean, A.J. Foyt, the Unser family, these are American drivers winning in American-made, American-built cars. I just, maybe it's just me just trying to put the puzzle together here. Yeah, but here. the difference is those were American drivers and American cars in an American series. Mm -hmm. Like Joe was just yeah. saying, yes, these are Japanese manufacturers, but they're racing in an American series, not in a Japanese series. So yeah. therefore the familiarity, or at least the, just, just the identity at all together just wasn't there when he was growing up. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that probably makes him even more unique in that uh, MotoGP and Superbikes, they race all over the world and there is motocross and supercross elsewhere, but the biggest series is here in uh, America. So, um, you know, for some reason he enjoyed the dirt and uh, got, you know, got some success early and probably stayed with it. And he loves speed. He's kind of smiled about that. And yeah. anybody, anybody who uh, uh, likes James, uh, like speed. So uh, <laughs> if he's going to copy off of somebody, he better learn to be fast. <laughs> he can get his starts down. Speaking of James Stewart and speed, if, if Joe Shimoda can get his starts down with that need for speed, look out. Yeah. 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 And frankly, frankly, with the six months that I lived in Japan, you had to get way the heck out of the city to find any property to ride on. Mm -hmm. And and we've got that all over this country where you've got woods, you've got mountains. You can you can mm -hmm. just grab your bike and go, but you know, it's not easy to do in in uh, Japan. Yeah, on an island, there's not a lot of land that you mm -hmm. you could go around in a circle on a racetrack, but just to go take off uh against the the mountain or something <laughs> is a little more difficult. 